Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Life in San Antonio podcast. <clears throat> and now a word from our sponsor and then the topic at hand. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Life in San Antonio podcast or the Twisted Tales in San Antonio. I am your host and, well, if you are new to the channel or have been a subscriber to this channel you might know that there have been occurrences that happen in some of our episodes uh well let me start by saying that we me and josh did a recording last night well originally we're moving our days uh we're moving our days around um, so we were going to do a recording Saturday night, but unfortunately I got a summer cold and right now I am just recovering from the summer cold. Yeah. Um, I was coughing, the sneezing, the whatever. It's not what you think anybody. It's not what everybody thinks. No, no, no. It's just a summer cold. I'm, I'm practically fine. I'm able to taste and smell so that was not it so anyway we're gonna record saturday still feeling ill told josh why don't we record sunday night which was uh last night on may the 22nd so it was a pretty interesting uh stories that josh went ahead and read and i just gave my commentary it was about uh, demon possessions and hauntings which that was pretty good uh, Josh read the three stories no problem the first story was good it was about a you know demon possession that would not uh, was terrorizing this family would not leave the family alone uh, I forgot the second story but the third story was the one where I had a lot of input on which uh, had to deal with uh, this 10 year old uh, playing with the Ouija board like almost like every day it became an addiction until he actually became possessed by whatever he uh opened on the Ouija board like whatever like whatever the Ouija board had it kind of possessed him so that was a very interesting take so with that being said we recorded the episode last night on my laptop and of course the episode did not save. Yes, the episode did not save, which, of course, I have to step in right now and do a recording because this has happened a lot during our recordings. This, this has happened a whole lot where that... The first episode that we did uh, on YouTube where there was no rain in the forecast. And that was back in September. September the 18th to be exact. We did a recording. Me, Josh, and Richard. We did a recording. And after the recording, we did a recording. It rained. Which that really spooked the hell out of us, to be honest. Then... Me and Josh did the Anchor recording, which is right here on Anchor. 
we talked about the same thing we talked about on YouTube. And what happened was that Josh's uh, phone mysteriously cut off. Which, of course, spooks the hell out of us. But each and every episode that we have done, there's always been an occurrence. And I've been testing out... uh, Well, actually, me and Josh, we've been testing out some other topics. And those are fine. Like, honestly, uh, when uh, when I did the Comics Corner with Richard, uh, it went off without a hitch. And we ended up being the number one overall um, recording, trying to say video, but no, recording uh, in our in our archives. So I'm like, okay. So then when me and Josh do a recording, it does do fairly well if we talk about other stuff. But when we talk about the paranormal and the strange and bizarre things intend to happen which i am really starting to question and starting to think about what do we do going forward with this if there is not going to be you know what can we do to prevent these occurrences from happening and i remember the last recording that me and josh did back in february was uh, werewolves versus dogmen and after that, uh, I was hit with a family emergency, which honestly, I'm still trying to recover from. And really, I just thought, you know, like, okay, like, though, like after that, I was just questioning, like, with these occurrences, these strange and bizarre occurrences, can they actually be causing all this, like the recordings to go down? Because yesterday's recording, I waited three hours just for the recording to save, which it didn't save. That really was like, okay, I give up. Like, if, if something doesn't want us to talk about this this is this is uh, beginning to be get a little out of hand knowing that me and Josh can't talk about you know the paranormal we can't talk about this because there's always there's always something there's always something spooky or bizarre that's happening and I, and I kid you not ladies and gentlemen if you're listening I kid you not there i mean this is not for any publicity at all this is what's really happening to me and josh uh, with our recordings while our other stuff is fine you know we talk about comics corner or whatever those actually go off with with success like there's no interference there's no occurrences no we straight straight through but when it comes to the paranormal that really, truly is the more of a head scratcher when it comes to the recordings because there are things where we talk about that, honestly, it, there just uh, there's just been a lot of occurrences. There's just been a lot of these spooky stuff. And like I mentioned, 
something does not want us to talk about it or any type of paranormal topic and it's kind of sad really because you know me and you know we have fun with our recordings we we joke around a lot we you know because this is the type of you know this is the type of show we have you know it's like a horror comedy but uh i mean what what can i say other than you know i don't want to disappoint you the fans i don't want to disappoint josh my call is we have to figure something out for for a show to continue on like this and really i'm just at that point where it's like i don't want to do this show anymore but i have to but maybe there could be something else we can discuss because i'm so sick and tired of these occurrences like i I really am like I, i to be honest with you ladies and gentlemen this this has been happening since me and Josh have been talking about all this paranormal stuff. There, there's always something that has happened since we started talking about this. I've been in the hospital. I've been, you know, just been through one calamity after another. And I think with this last recording, I think it's time to stop with the paranormal i think it's you know i think we should just cut this out and just really talk about some other stuff you know i mean i as much as i want to do this show but i think with the paranormal stuff i think it's it ran its course and i think with just stopping, I think things will get better, and I think the occurrences will stop. And that's what I gotta say. But on a lighter note, I will not be—I will not disappoint you, the fans. But I do want to talk about is I'm gonna start introducing a new topic at hand. <clears throat> And what I want to talk about, and this is going to be the title of our our sub our sub segment, is going to be called Mob Rules. And basically, I'm just going to be talking about, you know, like, you know, like the mafia, like the gangsters, and you know, from throughout history. And I know there is some more throughout history, but I'm just going to talk about the ones that you know we've known. And really, I'm not going to dig into anything, you know. It's like, oh, like, ooh, you should be silenced. No, no, no. Um, for example, like, right now, this is going to be episode one of Mob Rules. So, what I want to talk about is Al Capone. So, Al Capone, as many people might know, that he <clears throat> actually was the uh, pioneer for anti-prohibition. Now... With anti-prohibition, that would mean like back in the 20s, they made Chicago a dry city, meaning no alcohol whatsoever. But what Al Capone did, however, was he actually, well, have you seen the Simpsons episode with Homer as the beer baron? Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. (laughs) But not many people know 
that, and I found this interesting the other day, that it was because of Al Capone, we have expiration dates on milk. Yes, I kid you not. I read this the other day and I really, truly found it fascinating. It was actually one of Al Capone's nieces that got really, really, really sick from drinking milk. And so with Al Capone, you know, will not stand for that, actually did something and made sure that no one, and he means no one, gets sick from drinking milk. So that's why we have expiration dates on milk. So it's because of Al Capone, we have expiration dates on milk. So that way, if it goes bad, we don't drink it. So that's one for Al Capone. So really, he's not a bad guy. He just does bad things. But <laughs> Anyway, um, speaking of that, the bad things, another thing that's associated with Al Capone was the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, where his gang, the gang of mafiosos that he has, Killed his enemies in broad daylight. Hence, the coined St. Valentine's Day Massacre. <clears throat> and really, all Al Capone was just, you know, he was just, you know, hey, he was just, it was just a gangster that just need, wanted a drink. So that's why he was anti-prohibition. Like I mentioned, the, you know, the Simpsons did the episode where Homer was the beer baron. So technically... Al Capone was the real beer, uh, beer baron back in the 20s, from 1925 to 1929. And at the age of 33, the same age as me, was sent to prison for his crimes. Not only for the anti-prohibition, which he led, but also for the, of course, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. For the murders, the intimidation tactics that him and his cronies, you know, did... So, you know, the anti-prohibition, the racketeering, <clears throat> Al Capone was like the number one gangster. And, of course, he was known to many as the original Scarface. So, his name is Al Capone, not Tony Montana. Just get that straight. So, he was actually Al Capone, the actual real-life Scarface. And when and fun fact, when they were doing the movie Scarface <clears throat> with Al Pacino, uh, they were going to do that. There, instead of the cocaine that we all know, he was. Uh, it was. A, it was going to be alcohol. <clears throat> but Oliver Stone came in and says, "No, alcohol is too. You know, was you know for the time was great." But now what they did was Oliver Stone changed it up to cocaine. So that's why we all know the whole say hello to my little friend, the whole, uh, you know, the cocaine dealing because there was a lot more money into that rather than alcohol because alcohol is legal. You can buy that in the stores, you know, cocaine used to be bought in the stores until, uh, I have no idea. I'll have to look that up some more. Because I remember seeing the uh, Malcolm X movie with uh, Denzel Washington directed by Spike Lee. I remember seeing that and that's where, yeah, you know, you could just buy cocaine at the store. And then, of course, Coca-Cola did have cocaine in it back in the day. 
So with that being said, uh, to come back to the subject Al Capone, rumor has it that one, that Al Capone loved the movie Scarface, even though he w- he's been dead since the 40s and Scarface came out in 1983. So that's a pretty cool rumor right there. That's a pretty cool fun fact that Al Capone enjoyed the movie Scarface. And another fact is that, well, and I looked this up too. This was where uh, they discovered that Al Capone had treasure hidden somewhere in Chicago. Or did he? Well, if you, like me and Josh, know... But in case for people that don't know, there was this journalist named Geraldo Rivera. For us, yeah. For other people, who the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. <clears throat> so, There was a television special that Geraldo Rivera did searching for Al Capone's supposed treasure. And what ended up happening was that he actually came close. Or did he? Geraldo Rivera did like this television special like, okay, this is Al Capone's hidden, you know, he he found just some random building in Chicago and says that this has to be it. This has to be it. Where Al Capone supposedly might have hid his treasure. It could have been the bar where Al Capone usually hung out. No, it was just like, Geraldo just like, says, okay, this is it. This is it. Freaking... Just had the camera pointed at him and came up with nothing. That became one of television's worst moments. And trust me, there's there's been a lot of TV's worst moments. Like the first episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That was the worst in television history. But... With Geraldo Rivera trying to prove that Al Capone buried his treasure in somewhere in Chicago, that was not really a bad guess. And that was not really such a bad idea. <clears throat> you think about it. <clears throat> so, Geraldo came up with nothing, of course. <laughs> Didn't find anything. You know, he tried to play it off like, oh, well, I thought it would be here. You know, oh, I guess someone moved it. I'm like, like, okay, like, one, you had a good premise. You know, Geraldo had a good idea. Like, there was an idea to find Al Capone's treasure. But he failed miserably. Excuse me. So... That became one of, like I said, it was one of the worst moments in television history. 
where he just came up with nothing. And out of all people, Geraldo Rivera, why? Like, why? Like, really? Like, if you, like, and the thing is, it was, this was live. This was live. This was not rehearsed. Nor was it like, okay, just have like a uh, treasure chest like hidden somewhere. That way we can give the, you know, like show it to people. Like, I'll admire Geraldo Rivera. I'll give him credit for doing this live. That way they can show like, okay, this was not rehearsed. This was, you know, going on live. He did, but ended up with nothing. So, I mean, I, you can't really, you know, get mad at him for trying to go, you know, he did this live, you know, there was no rehearsals. Because if it was rehearsed, we would have been like, oh my gosh, he found it. He found Al Capone's treasure. Oh my gosh. No, he did this live. Not a, it. So it has its good and its bad. You know, it it really did. It had its good and its bad. Like, okay, he went live. But he failed. You know, where is Al Capone's treasure? Maybe it's like, okay, I'm referencing The Simpsons again. Where Homer was looking for Abe Lincoln's gold. Or his treasure. He actually finds, Homer actually finds it. It says that the treasure and the gold is in the hearts of each and every American. So, Abe Lincoln's gold, or his treasure, was actually a metaphor. So maybe Al Capone had, actually did have a treasure, but just didn't really hide it. He possibly took it with him. Because supposedly, where he died, Al Capone died in uh, Miami Beach, Florida. So he might have taken it to Miami. Or his birthplace in Brooklyn, New York. Maybe it's not in Chicago like they all that we all think it is. Even Al Bundy in Married with Children thinks that Al Capone's treasure might have been hidden in a women's shoe store. Again, better than Geraldo Rivera's lame ass idea. But like I said, I'll give him credit for going live. I'm not gonna hate. I mean I would have done the same thing. Like I would have gone live and Oh, I came up with nothing. Well, because you are nothing, Harold Rivera. Like I said, you didn't rehearse it, which that's a plus. You went live, that's another plus. You didn't find anything, which that's both a plus and a minus. Because how many people's time and effort, again, time, have you wasted? We wanted to see buried treasure, and we did not. So... Anyway, so was Al Capone. Al Capone was known as public enemy number one. But the sum was a mere Robin Hood. Meaning he was the Robin Hood for the 1920s. You know, anti-prohibition. I said prohibition, not abortion. Anti-prohibition. Meaning... It was going to be a dry city, dry county, whatever you want to call it. There was going to be no alcohol whatsoever. He fought to get alcohol into the bars, 
you know, again, he fought to have the expiration dates on milk. So, did they paint Al Capone as really this bad guy, this evildoer, this gangster? Well, depends on who you root for. Depends. Like, to me, yeah, he's a bad guy. Al Capone's a bad guy. But he did, but then again, he did good. But we, but like I said, we don't know the whole side of the story. We, we like we don't know like the, like Elliot Ness who did the task force with you know the Untouchables, of course the movie, of course. Painted Al Capone as the bad guy, you know he's the one that sent out his you know his cronies, you know his goons, starts killing people, you know. Hence, like I said, the Saint Valentine's Day massacre. So. Really, like, it all depends on your interpretation of who Al Capone was. Like, was he the Robin Hood hero that he was painted, you know, in Chicago? Or was he the menace, like, he was a menace, that the task force, the Untouchables task force, ended up painting him as? You know, as public enemy number one. I mean, at the time, I mean, outlaw, outlawing alcohol in a dry city, I mean, that was bad. But if you think about it now, like, that was dumb, you know. But Al Capone did it, you know. And, of course, if there's going to be money involved, you know, when it comes to money and gangsters, it goes hand in hand, you know, hand over fist. Peanut butter and jelly. That's that's how you know it goes together. Like lamb and tuna fish. Or spaghetti meatballs, whatever you want to call it. But really, if there is money involved, you know the gangsters will not refuse money. And I think with this anti-prohibition with Al Capone, I think if there was money involved, he was going to make sure... That he gets the money and the alcohol was supplied in the Chicago bars. So, again, I hate to sound like J. Jonah Jameson on this, but Al Capone, friend or foe? Well, all I gotta say is that we wouldn't be talking about Al Capone if he didn't do what he did. I mean, talking about the alcohol, the prohibition, like I said, this it was a different time back then, like way back then. I'm talking a hundred years ago, you know, in the 1920s, because we're in 2022. So a hundred years ago, we were just like, oh... You know, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't phase us any. Because, yeah, it was 100 years ago. Like, yeah. But to me, getting expiration dates on the milk. Like, I never knew that. And it's because of Al Capone did that. So that's why it's kind of like a toss-up. Should we root for him? Or should we root against him? Even though he's no longer living on this earth. But still, some, you know, there's like a lot of movies. A lot of comic books. Music. You know, especially in the hip-hop community. 
they paint him as the good guy or the bad guy. But the fact, and this is the fact, in my research, that Al Capone is the number one most notorious and greatest gangster of all time. And thank you so much for that. Um, again, tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen, for hopefully, if things do not go awry, me and Josh will be talking about uh, haunting Mexican folklores. So hopefully we can get that episode up and running. But as of right now, we are actually doing this uh, well, I'm actually doing this episode as a just because I you know I needed to put something out because I felt I was responsible for not uploading the cur the the recording we did, but there was nothing I can do because the episode didn't save. So I don't know if my laptop got corrupted with that. I have no idea what's going on. Well, all I know is that I needed to put something out right now for everybody. You know, to listen to just really, to just really, you know, we're doing this for you guys. You know, we're, you know, we don't want you to forget, like, okay, we just did the podcast. Okay, that's it. It's done. It's over. We're not doing this anymore. I want to continue this for as long as Russia or China or North Korea don't kill us. But, it, 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 I'm, you know, I'm being serious because, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is we're, I want to do this show until the end of time. So, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for hearing me out. And, of course, uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, The Life in San Antonio Podcast, and on Snapchat. And, as always, I am your host. And thank you for listening. And until next time. We, will, we shall see you. Bye.